0: Ranking all 32 quarterback rooms in the National Football League. That's the focus of today's TDN Daily. And welcome in to the Monday edition of the TDN Daily Podcast. Chris Schubert back with you here once again on the show. Hope everyone's having a great start to their Monday uh, Memorial Day. Hope everyone has having a great weekend. If you are celebrating a 3-day weekend, hope you're enjoying that. But we march on here on the TDN Daily podcast and we have as always a fun one here for you because I have put together a list I have some power rankings and we are going to start to weave this into our content here over the next couple of weeks uh, in which we rank the positional groups, the entirety of the group for all 32 teams in the National Football League. And we started today with the quarterback room ranking. So one through 32, we're going to go through them all. And shout out to Mike Clay, who does this every year. And he was kind of the inspiration. I saw him do this and I said, oh, that would be fun. That'd be a great conversation piece. And he's like way ahead. He's, he's got five or six uh, positions deep. And uh, so I'm kind of catching up, but I thought I would do my spin on it, put my list together, give you my thoughts. Uh, And so we've got a one through 32 list. And I will say that there is a process to this and there is value that you can put on certain things, right? I think for certain teams, You're going to put heavy value on having a top-end quarterback, right? You're going to put a lot of value on having Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson. You're going to put a lot of value in having those types of guys, and that's going to be able to override maybe not having a great backup quarterback. And then there are going to be some teams, I think of San Francisco, I think of New York, I think of Dallas, I think of Detroit, teams that have a decent starting quarterback, but also a pretty good backup option, that those teams are going to probably be a little bit higher than where they would be if we were ranking all just the 32 starting quarterbacks in the National Football League. And I can personally attest attest to this because I have some quarterbacks a little bit lower on this list than I probably would if I was going 1 through 32, and I have some quarterbacks higher on this list if I was doing 1 through 32. So there's a value proposition here that plays itself out at the top, it basically performs the way it would for any sort of one through thirty-two list. Um, if you were just ranking the starting quarterbacks for all thirty-two teams. And then the further you go down the list, I think situation comes into play. I think again, we're ranking these ahead of the 2023 season. So the performance last year, how much I think they're gonna be able to bounce back, also comes into play here as well. Uh, and so it, it comes to a list for one through thirty-two. But I do want to say here at the beginning, I think it's I think it's pretty easy to get the first, I would say five or six teams. And you can put them in whatever order you want. And I think it's because you're weighing heavily towards the talent of the starting quarterback. And then I think the bottom six or seven, I feel pretty good about in some order. I, I think some people in the chat might be like, no, I, I'd i like this team over, you know, I'd like the Titans over the Texans or whatever the case may be. Right. I think the bottom part of this list is also um, pretty easy in some order. In the middle of this list is is you're weighing different things and you're just kind of just picking what matters more to you. Um, and so Bailey says he's ready to complain. I, and I, am kind of setting it up that way to where I think there are going to be some complaints, but as with these lists, if the chat overrules me and, and you make a compelling case, I, I'll make a change. These are not official until the show is over, until the show gets published, right? So then that's when the changes are official. That's when we lock in the list. So with that being said, let's get started. Um, And I think the first three are are pretty easy. We did this same thing when we discussed the um, quarterback, my way too early quarterback power rankings for 2023. I have Kansas City, number one, Patrick Mahomes and Blaine Gabbert. I have the Buffalo Bills, number two. I have uh, Josh Allen, Kyle Allen, and Matt Barkley. Um, some, Some teams I listed three quarterbacks if it was worthy of mentioning. Uh, and then three, I have the Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Burrow, and um, Trevor Simeon. Um, those are the groups that I have one, two, and three. So Kansas City, Buffalo, and Cincinnati. Those are the three groups um, that I feel really, really comfortable with. Right? I think those are three teams that you're going to put in that order at the top because of Mahomes, Allen, and Burrow. Those guys are going to are going to carry the list. Uh, Bailey says Chiefs, Bills, Bengals in that order is chalk. Yeah, I mean it is. It's chalk, but I think it's the way that this needs to go. Um, I think after this, you can do some different things and you feel a a little bit differently. Um, Sam says, I might go Cincy over Buffalo for feel of another Josh Allen injury. That's fair if you kind of want to factor that stuff in. Um, Again, the the Bills have, I think, two okay options at quarterback. Simeon's okay. Um, I, I just think, again, you want to put the Bengals two and, and the Buffalo Bills three, same thing we said about putting Burrow two and Allen three, when we did this list, that's fine. I, I'm not going to, not going to really argue with you about that. Um, four. So four might, my shocks and people, because again, I don't think this, this, this guy would be four. And I don't remember. I don't think he was four when I did my, my power rankings. I couldn't find them. Oh, you know what? I know why I couldn't find them now. I was scanning all over the globe, all over my, my Google uh, docs to try to find where the list is. And I remember, it's not a list that we typed out. It's a list we wrote out. And in the move, guys, I can't find the red notebook. The red notebook is is currently MIA. The Stanley, we got. We got the Stanley. We found that. We're no problem. But the red notebook is MIA. So I don't remember specifically if this guy was four. I don't think he was. I don't think he was, but he might have been. But for me, the, 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 the fourth quarterback room that I would rank is the Philadelphia Eagles. Jalen Hurts, um... Going to be a you know MVP candidate every year with what he's able to do running the football, the growth that he's made in the in in passing the football, um, but a, a pretty decent backup option as well. And Marcus Mariota, a guy who can run a very similar system, a guy who can, has that running ability, that mobility, decent enough passing, and so that's the other part of this too is can the backup quarterback seamlessly transition in and be able to play. Uh, a similar style to the starting quarterback. Well, the Eagles have that in Marcus Mariota and Jalen Hurts is one of the top six, eight quarterbacks in the National Football League right now. And so for me, they get that bump because I love the backup quarterback option um, and the starter pretty good as well in Jalen Hurts. I have the Los Angeles Chargers five and Bailey kind of mentioned in the chat He was guessing where I was going, and he said those teams might get a bump. Ravens and Eagles might get a bump over the Chargers due to the backup being good. And I think that is the case. I think because Marcus Mariota is a better backup than Easton Stick, um, I I felt comfortable putting the Eagles over the Chargers. But I didn't want to downgrade Justin too much, right? Uh, and I didn't want that. I didn't want Easton Stick being the backup to hurt Justin too much in this list. So I put the Eagles in front of him, uh, and I have the Chargers at five. The Baltimore Ravens clock in at number six. Somebody kind of mentioned it in the pre-show that I was going to have them pretty high because of how much I love uh, Tyler Huntley. But a decent, um, a decent backup option in Tyler Huntley. Uh, Braden says I'm shocked you went Chargers over Ravens. To be honest, for the full room, Tyler Huntley didn't play all that well when he stepped in in the second half of last year. Um, and so that would be a little bit of a concern with me, but you know, more than likely Tyler Huntley's going to get some action uh, and he knows the system. He plays it pretty well, um, but I didn't want to punish Justin too much. That was the reason why I only put one of the two teams uh, in front of the chargers. Um, and, So for me, that was kind of the difference maker. But so I put I put the Baltimore Ravens a number six on this list and very easily you could put them above the Chargers for all the reasons that we just mentioned um, that you like the backup option of Tyler Huntley more than you like Easton Stick um, for the Los Angeles Chargers. And I would be okay with that. This is where the list I think gets interesting because I think you can put all six of the teams that we just mentioned in some order. And we just mentioned being able to put the Ravens above the Chargers as well. But I think the, the caliber of quarterback of Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Hurts, Her, Herbert, and Jackson—those six—put them in. The, they can't go lower than six. They they're stuck into this group. And so now, after this, you have to ask yourself the question of: Are you going to prioritize having a pretty good starter, but not a but an okay backup, or are you going to prioritize having a decent overall quarterback room? And I will tell you, I think for teams seven through eleven. I balanced this pretty well. Now, the chat may not like this. The chat may hate this. The live YouTube chat. They might, you might hate the way that I did this. But for me, number seven, I prioritized having a good quarterback and maybe not having a great backup quarterback. I went with the New York Jets and Aaron Rodgers and Zach Wilson as my number seven QB room just because of how good Aaron Rodgers um, I still think can be. And I think he still has enough left in the tank. He is a back-to-back MVP in very recent memory. He played... Probably the worst season of his career last year, and statistically, it would still be one of the best seasons that the Jets had. Um, and I and I st- and I do think you're going to get a better version of him, um, not having that thumb injury, having a better supporting cast, having a better defense that probably helps him out. So for me, the New York Jets were number seven again. Put an emphasis on having a really good starting quarterback and maybe not having a a, a great backup quarterback in Zach Wilson. Now again, with team number eight. Team number eight, I prioritized having a good quarterback room. So I kind of went 50-50 here because I think when you look at a team, same division as the New York Jets, when you look at the Miami Dolphins, Tua, one's out there is very good, but you have to have the same questions that we asked about Baltimore with Lamar. You don't, you're not going to have Tua probably for 17 games, but the Miami Dolphins made a very concerted effort and really upgraded their backup quarterback going from Teddy Bridgewater and Scarlett Thompson to Mike White who filled in for the Jets very admirably last year and was very good for the Jets. Almost single-handedly got them to the playoffs. And so is Tua a top eight quarterback? I don't know. He certainly wasn't when we did our list, right? I think I had him 11 or 12 when we did um, our, our top 10 list. I think I maybe snuck him in, into the top 10 by the time we were all said and done. But when you look at the quarterback room, they've upgraded. And Mike White is, I think, a very, very good backup option. Probably one of the best. I think when we did my top five backup quarterback options in a post-show one week, I had Mike White number one or number two. So for me, that needed that deserved a shout. So we put uh, the Miami Dolphins at number eight. This is where I think the list gets a little controversial. You guys didn't think I was going to do a top 10 quarterback list and not have Derek Carr somewhere in the top 10, right? I have the New Orleans Saints number nine. And listen, you, you can say what you want about Derek Carr, and you can say what you want about, about his backup being Jameis Winston. But we got two NFL starters. We got two guys who have had... Different levels of success. I mean, Winston obviously have the interception problems, but he's had levels of success at the National Football League level. Has been a capable starting quarterback of winning football games at times of his career. And to be a backup quarterback in a system that he knows, with players that he knows, to be the backup to, to Derek Carr, I, I, think this is, I think this is a pretty good shot. I, I think Derek is is good. Um, I think Derek's going to be way above average this year. I think you're going to see one of the best years that Derek's had. And you've got a pretty good backup in Jameis Winston. So they the Saints are number nine. Number 10 for me is where I went back into the bucket of the starting quarterback carrying the load here. And this is a quarterback, this is a quarterback that I think is very good, and I think is getting top 10 love, as he probably should be. The backup kind of hurts it a little bit, but we snuck him in there at 10. I have the Jacksonville Jaguars at number 10. Trevor Lawrence, CJ Beathard is that quarterback room for Jacksonville. If If Trevor Lawrence goes down, can CJ do some of the similar things as Trevor Lawrence? I don't think so. Um, Trevor took a, took a big step forward, uh, last year, still has some growing, still has some ways to go. Um, but for me, Trevor Lawrence is really, really good. And that warranted a top 10 spot just on, just on the surface. Um, Bailey's already mad at me and says, I cannot understand how the saints can be above the Cowboys. I think you're going to be upset at where the Dallas Cowboys are on this list, Bailey. I think I, I personally love where I put them, but I think you guys are going to hate it. So, all right, we're outside the top 10. And again, in this part of the list, I think after six, you start to prioritize certain things. And again, there's a balancing act that you have to play through of am I going to give am I, am I going to give credence to the idea of having a well-rounded quarterback room or am I going to say the starter is good and I want to put that ahead of another team. And so for me, when I started outside the top 10, I think this is where I think this team, their quarterback room as a whole should be top 10 because I think they have three quarterbacks that are capable of being starters in the National Football League. And I think these three guys are going to be very successful, whoever is going to be the starter in this place. But the problem with it is, if we've got three quarterbacks, we don't really have one really good one. And we've got injuries, and we've got inconsistencies, and we have a guy on his third stop. And so when I look at this, I needed to punish the idea of, yes, they've got the best well-rounded quarterback room because they've got three guys that I could conceivably see starting for them in 2023. But if you've got three guys that I can conceivably start see starting for you in 2023, do you have that higher end starting quarterback? This team doesn't. And so I kind of split the difference. And at number 11, I have the San Francisco 49ers with Brock Purdy, with Trey Lance, with Sam Darnold. I think from a quarterback room perspective and having different options that can provide similar quarterback level for you, this is where I felt really, really good about putting San Francisco. Could not put them in the top 10 because I don't think they have the the good quarterback, right? The the quarterback that I could make an argument is a top 10 quarterback. Um, And they don't have, like with the Dolphins, with Tua and Mike White, good backup, probably above average backup in Mike White. But Tua when healthy last year was one of statistically the best quarterbacks in the league and so i could just i can i could justify in my head putting them uh at at 8 and bailey says do they have any quarterback who's top 15 so a lot of average gets you 11th yes, it gets you pretty close because I'm putting value on the idea of you've got three different guys that can step in there and be a starter for you. Brock Purdy was very good in the second half of last year when he stepped in. Didn't lose a single regular season game. I still think Trey Lance can be something in the National Football League. I won't write him off. And Sam Darnold showed flashes of being pretty good uh, in Carolina. And I think in the San Francisco system can be really good. Again, this is how I feel about these quarterback rooms going into 2023. Number 12, we go to the NFC East, Bailey. We go to the NFC East. But we do not go to Dallas, Texas. We go to the New York Giants, Daniel Jones and Tyrod Taylor. And again, this is where having a decent backup is really, really good. Daniel Jones was a pretty good quarterback last year. Also helps that you have a guy in Tyrod Taylor that can step in and really, really be able to play at a decent enough level to get you out of a game or two or three, if you need to in the middle of the season. So for me, the New York Giants, uh, number 12 on this list. Number 13, this is a quarterback that I think um, in for a big season, into into in step up and have a good year. And this is where I kind of shifted back to, this is where I think this quarterback would rank on a top 32 list. And so for me, kind of wanted to prioritize. Don't love the backup options in Nate Sudfeld and Hendon Hooker, but Jared Goff, decent enough statistically, I feel really comfortable about having the Detroit Lions at number 11 on this list. Bailey, you can breathe a sigh of relief. The Dallas Cowboys do find themselves inside the top 14. They are 14th. And Bailey, you make the point exactly why I, I felt that the lowest I could put the Cowboys was 14. You got Dak Prescott, who's a top 14 starting quarterback in the National Football League, and you have Cooper Rush, who has stepped in to the role there in Dallas and won them games when people thought their season was over. And so when you look at that, that gets you to be a top half quarterback room in the National Football League. That gets you to be 14th. If you wanted to put them over Detroit and New York and you wanted to put them 12th um, instead of 14th, we could hear that argument, but I feel this is a really good range, 11 to 14 for Dallas. Um, and I like some of the things uh, Tyra Taylor has done it for longer uh, than maybe Cooper Rush has. And I think I like Jared Goff. If I needed to pick a guy to win a game, I think I would take Jared Goff over Dak Prescott for the 2023 season um, and because I'm expecting big things from Jared in 2023. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings here at number 15. And again, I, I will tell you, I, I the, This kind of I kind of clumped Jared Goff, Dak Prescott and Kirk Cousins together because I feel very similarly about them at quarterback and the way that I it, it spat out in terms of these rankings were Lions, Cowboys and Vikings. But again, you could put any three of these guys in any order. I think you would put some priority on. Dallas with Cooper Rush, Um, and again, you could put some value on having Hennon Hooker. It's a decent backup option uh, for the Lions as well, Uh, but it's Kirk Cousins and Nick Mullins there in Minnesota, Um, and Kirk Cousins doing a a lot of the heavy lifting, so I felt comfortable putting him here at 15, and again, I I admit that after about 11, this is where this list is very subjective, and you can move teams all over the place. Uh, 16. I put the Arizona Cardinals. Um, it's Colt McCoy, Clayton Toon, Kyler Murray, I, I would guess at some point. If Kyler's gonna play, I think Kyler lifts them to be a top half of the league quarterback room because of Kyler's skills. Um, you know, I don't think Kyler's a top eight, top six quarterback, maybe how some people feel when he's healthy, but I do think he's he's one of the top half options that I would take um at at the quarterback position. And so if Kyler's gonna be healthy, um, I think they need to be in there. And so I put them sixteenth. Um, but if, if it's just Colt McCoy and Clayton Toon for the year, then they are they are towards the bottom. The, the, I would have to redo this list. And so for the sake of of being transparent, um, I put them 16th and I just assume Kyler would be able to play at some point during the season um to be able to make them a top 16 team. 17, uh betting on some upside here, I have Justin Fields, the Chicago Bears, Justin Fields, um, PJ Walker, Nate Peterman, that quarterback room for Chicago. Um I worry about Justin Fields getting hurt and what they have behind him in P.J. Walker and Nate Peterman, um, but I want to bet on the talent of Justin Fields and I want to give that its proper weight. And so I have them at 17 here on this list. A team that is 18th on this list. And again, this is assuming the health for the player in question, but the backup options are not very good. I have the Los Angeles Rams 18th. So you've obviously got Matt Stafford, who again, I think if we were doing a one through 32 list and we were assuming health, Matthew Stafford would be a lot higher than 18th. But Stenson Bennett, Brett Rippin as the backup options. I don't love those at all. And maybe you can assume that, um, maybe you assume that you can get more out of um those backups with Sean McVay as the coach, but I don't really love those guys all that much. Uh number 19, the Cleveland Browns, Deshaun Watson, Dobbs, uh, DTR, Kellen Mond in that room as well. Um, I think they've just got options behind. Deshaun Watson that play a similar style to Deshaun Watson. I think we're assuming Deshaun Watson um, can turn things around and be better next year. That's kind of what I'm betting on, but I have them at 19th to split the difference. Uh, The Seattle Seahawks here at number 20. Again, Geno Smith had a very good year last year. Um, They've got a, a capable quarterback behind him in drew Locke, who has played at at the nfl level has started at the nfl level and so when you have a guy who has a lot of experience starting at the nfl level i put some value into that and again Gino had a pretty good year last year not a so not a, a not so great second half That I thought would be pretty good uh, in 2023. I think he'll bounce back a little bit uh, to the second half last year. And I wanted to get him in the top 20. The Pittsburgh Steelers at 21. Kenny Pickett, Mitchell Trubisky, Mason Rudolph. Again, you got guys with experience. You got guys who have started important games. And you've got Kenny Pickett, who I think is a decent starting quarterback. And I think, again, you're doing a top 32 list. This is kind of where you'd put Kenny Pickett. The backups, I don't think, change things a whole lot. And so I felt pretty comfortable uh, with that. The Denver Broncos at 22. Russell Wilson and Jared Stidham, I'm expecting somewhat of a bounce back from Russell Wilson. I don't love the backup options in Jared Stidham. Um, Again, if Russ has a full bounce back, I think this team starts to get into that, you know, top 14 range because of how good Russ can be. Uh, But again, Russ was really bad last year. And so I'm kind of splitting the difference again on where he probably should be based off of 2022 and where he could be if he bounces back in 2023. And I split the difference going into the year. Uh, No healthy in the chapel. we got the Green Bay Packers at 23 with Jordan Love betting on the upside there with Jordan Love. Uh, The New England Patriots at 24 with Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. Both of those guys could potentially uh, get starting time this year. Mac was really good in his rookie year. Um, Zappi, I think, showed some flashes when he he played uh, in place of Mac Jones. You feel pretty comfortable if he needed to get you out of a game. But overall, I don't think you'll love the ceiling on both of these guys. And so, you know, arbitrarily, they can't get too far up this list. The Atlanta Falcons at 25 for me. Desmond Ritter and Taylor Heineke. Um, Again, you've got a a, a capable backup who has played games, uh, started games at the NFL level, uh, started a playoff game, if I'm correct, if I remember correctly. Um, You've got uh, Desmond Ritter, who they're going to hand it to uh, as the starting quarterback for 2023, started the last four games of the year. Um, Decent, but again, there's a ceiling on where I can go with these guys based on what we know right now. Um, Braden asks, how many games do you think Heineke gets? You know, again, that depends on performance of Desmond Ritter. It depends on injury of Desmond Ritter. Um, I expect Ritter to be the starter. Um, do, do we expect Heineke to be the starter? I mean, I mean, Ritter was the starter down the stretch last year for the final four games, and I thought played well enough to earn the job. So he would have to not play pretty well, Ritter, or get hurt. And so maybe Heineke gets th- you know three or four games, I think, at, at best. Um, the Las Vegas Raiders here at number 26. Uh, Jimmy G, Ryan Hoyer, Aiden O'Connell, uh, I'm concerned about Jimmy G after what we learned about the foot and the contract and the waiver and addendum G and a brand new contract and hasn't passed the physical, and the Raiders wouldn't have signed him because he wouldn't have passed the physical, but they didn't want to not have him. And so he has until the beginning of the season to to pass a physical. and um, yeah, i I don't love this room. i, I they would have been higher if if I Jimmy G's health was good, but I, I had to punish it a little bit. Uh, I know somebody in the chat asked about it. the Carolina Panthers come in here at um 27 you've got bryce young you've got andy dalton you've got matt corral um you know sam said he was kind of surprised we haven't seen carolina yet andy dalton's decent and andy dalton's going to be the starter for at least a little bit but then you're going to go to bryce young and what really can we truly ask of bryce young here in 2023 what can we realistically expect from him in 2023 and so when i looked at it you know based on just pure talent what i what i take bryce young over jimmy g over ritter over mac jones over jordan love i think i would um, but down the road, I don't know if I would do that in year one. I think statistically all those guys are gonna be better. So again, Carolina, I, I think you could make a case, you could put him high as like the the twenty-one, twenty-two range. Um, but I just I with a rookie quarterback, I kind of have to grade against the scale. I have to grade on a curve. And so that's what I did with a lot of these guys. I have the Colts 28. Uh Minshew, a decent starting option. Uh Anthony Richardson gonna take over at some point. Um, I think if Minshew starts, he gets probably, you know, two or three games before Anthony Richardson's in there, but I I I actually anticipate them just going with a rich right out of the gate um, and just going and just rolling and just having Minshew be the backup, be the mentor, just be the guy in the room in case of an injury. Um, Bailey says, I think green Bay having no vet on the roster right now makes them the biggest boom bust. If love gets hurt or is terrible, they have nothing. Yeah. And that's why kind of 23 felt pretty good for me. Um, Raul says 28 should be, should be top two, not 28. All right, you know, I appreciate the bias coming in here. Um, the Tennessee Titans at 29, and they probably should be lower. But, I mean, Ryan Tannehill is a capable starting quarterback in the National Football League. And so, and Will Levis is going to be a decent backup option. He's probably going to be the starter at some point during the year. And then it moves Tannehill into a backup option. So I like that room a little bit better than what I have. The Texans, listen, I think we all think C.J. Stroud's going to be pretty good, but I don't know how, how good it's going to look in year one. And we got Davis Mills and Case Keenum behind him. I don't love that. I don't love that at all. Uh, The Washington, can we still call them the commanders? I have them as the Washington TBDs down on my page here. Uh, Sam Howell, um, Jacoby Brissett also in that room. That doesn't really inspire a lot of confidence for me. We don't know what Sam Howell is. He played one game last year. Jacoby Brissett's really good in a backup role, but the the backup can't do the heavy lifting to get you really above this list. Uh, And then I have Tampa at 32 with Baker Mayfield, Uh, and Kyle Trask to close out this list. And so now we have done the list. I've given you one through 32. Are there any major glaring things that we want to debate, that we want to hear out before we make any changes? I know Bailey made his, his points very clear about where he would like Dallas to move to. But does anybody feel very strongly about moving a specific team higher or lower on this list? I will say the banter in real time didn't make me feel that I was completely outlandish with this list. I think everybody kind of understood my reasoning behind um, putting these teams where I did. But I will open up the floor for debates on if there's a team that we need to move. If there's a range that people feel like a team should be in and they're in the wrong end of that range. Bailey says, I hate that you are making me a DAC apologist, by the way, but I think they are too low. Okay, so we have him at 14. And I guess the question that we have to we have to ask ourselves is would we take them over Detroit? I think we could. I think we could take them over Detroit. Could we take them over the Giants? I think we could take them over the Giants. Could we take them over the 49ers? We could take them over the 49ers. Maybe maybe the interesting thing, maybe the interesting thing we do, if we flip if we flip Dallas in San Francisco and we still have San Francisco as a top 14 team and we have Dallas at 11, do we feel better about that? Does that feel more in line with what we're trying to do here? I mean, there, I need to, you need to give some value to Cooper Rush, right? He came in. We we saw this exact scenario play out. Dak Prescott got hurt. Cooper Rush had to step in, and he stepped in admirably and helped them win games and keep their season on track so Dak could get back. And so when discussing this, this is exactly the kind of situation we're trying to, to, to forecast here. And so we have an example of it. And so I'm okay with moving Dallas. Do I want to take them over Detroit? I think Cooper Rush... Nate Sudfield heading the hooker. Yes, we're going to take them over to Detroit. So we're going to move Dallas out of 14. And I think we're going to take them over the Giants. So right now, we're going we're to slot them 12. We're going to slot Dallas 12. We're going to take them over the Giants and the Lions. And then the debate that we have to have is would we rather San Francisco's quarterback room of Brock Purdy, Trey Lance, and Sam Darnold or the Dallas Cowboys quarterback room of Dak Prescott and Cooper Rush. And for me, and for me, I think this is really close. I think this is where the borderline conversation you have of do you want the decent starter, decent to good to above average starter or do you want the, well, the, the well-rounded the well overall room in which you have some options? I think I'm okay with, with, with flipping them and keeping San Francisco inside the top 12. That's something that's very important to me because I think that we need to give some value to the idea that they've got three guys that can step in and be starters for them and Brock Purdy did it last year. And Sam Darnold, um, ha, you know, did it in Carolina. And Trey Lance still has the upside. And so, all right, we, we moved Dallas to 11. Bailey, hopefully that makes you happy. We got Dallas 11, San Francisco 12, um, New York Giants. Bailey says, if you have three, you have none or whatever that's saying. is. Oh, I agree. I agree. But they do have three options where if something goes wrong, they can turn to another guy. And I think there's value in that. Uh, Al Bundy says, Green Bay and Raiders much lower. Jimmy is good, but there is no depth. Um, and he has, and he has no preseason. I mean, how much lower are we going to go with the Las Vegas Raiders? Are we, are we going to take the Carolina Panthers quarterback room of, of a rookie and Bryce young, Andy Dalton and Matt Corral over, over Jimmy G, Brian Hoyer and Aiden O'Connell. I mean, I, I feel like I've caked in Jimmy G not being healthy by putting him 26. So if I move him any lower, it would be because we're concerned about his health but I feel like that's already baked into the, the price, quote unquote, of where I put them at 26. Because if Jimmy G wasn't, wasn't hurt and this wasn't a question mark, I mean, they would be up a couple of spots. Like, I, I think the Raiders would be probably like 21, 22. Like, I feel like I've, I've already baked in where the Raiders are. Green Bay much lower? That one I'll consider. We've got Love and Clifford. Would we take Mac Jones? Going into the 2023 season. Going into the 2023 season, would we take Jordan Love and Sean Clifford or do we take Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi? That's the question you have to ask yourself. I think we would take Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. Now looking at it, new offensive coordinator there in New England. Mac Jones, we have success that we can look at in his rookie season and say, this guy's good. We would take Bailey Zappi over Sean Clifford. We got to make a change. We got to make a change. We got to move Green Bay down a spot. We don't know anything about Jordan Love, Sam. That's, That's the question. So, they're down to 24. Would we take Desmond Ritter and Taylor Heineke over Jordan Love and Sean Clifford? See, now I think we're basically, I think this is the the Spider-Man meme where they're just looking at each other. I think that's what this group is. I think 24 and below, it's, you can, you're shuffling deck chairs in the Titanic. And no offense to Carolina, Indy, and Tennessee, and Houston, who are all starting, you know, rookie quarterbacks. But you'll, you'll get out of this list, this list soon enough when these guys start to play. But I think right now, these are all just shuffling deck chairs in the Titanic. So I feel pretty good about that. Bailey says I was going to bring up the Saints being too high, but I know that is fighting a losing battle. Where do you want to put them, Bailey? I'll listen to an argument, but probably nitpicking. But if you're going full room, I would put Miami over New Orleans, but it's close and probably splitting here. I did. Miami's eight, New Orleans is nine. I have Miami in front of New Orleans. I have two in Mike White from the Miami Dolphins eight, and I have the Saints nine with Carson Winston. Yeah, I, I already I already have Miami in front of in front of um, New Orleans, and and I and I understand the 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 running bit on this show is I'm going to put Derek Carr higher than, than most, um, and and I'm okay with that. But to me, this is this is the perfect opportunity to kind of do it because Jameis Winston is a capable backup quarterback, and Derek Carr is a good to above average quarterback in this league. Yeah, no, brain. we've we've got the Jets seven, the Dolphins eight, and the Saints nine. They are seven through nine. Um, and, and, and I mean, I and I have priority of Mike White over James Winston, and I think Tua and Carr is close, but I, you know, I, th- you know, I think overall the room in Miami is better. Like I don't know where where you where you drop New Orleans to. You you drop them one spot with the Jags. I'm sorry, I think I would take Car and I'm taking Car and Winston over Prescott and Rush. So I can't put them lower than 11. So they're they're gonna flip one spot with Jacksonville. You're telling me you would take C.J. Beathard. You're gonna take C.J. Beathard over James Winston. Sam Teets, the universe really gave Chris Derrick Carr and Kendra Miller on the same team. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Top 75 running back Kendra Miller and top 10 quarterback Derrick Carr. Those are my two big, my two big wins this offseason. Again, I think the middle tier is, is interesting. Um, Is it hashtag our Saints this year? It might be my best friend's a Saints fan. So I always root for them for him. Um, but even more so this year because I've got players that are brand guys for me in in, in Derek and Kendra Miller. Um, the Rams are an interesting one to me because do do we feel do we feel that eighteen this is a, this is the legit honest question do we feel that eighteen is pricing in the question mark of Matthew Stafford's health health enough because if it's not then we can move them lower because we got Stenson Bennett and Brett Ripon backing him up. That's a problem. Is eighteen pricing in the injury enough? We think. I I thought it did when I originally did the list, but I want to just make sure that it's priced in because like, because then 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 you have to ask yourself when you look behind them, right? When you look behind the Rams, you've got the Browns. Deshaun Watson wasn't very good last year, and like Dobbs, DTR, and Mond all do all can play a similar style to Watson. All do some of the same stuff and can probably run the offense pretty well. But I don't love those guys. But I I, I think I kind of like them more than Stenson Bennett and Brett Rippin. Like, I I feel like if I go any lower, if I go any lower with the Rams than where we have them, like if I drop them out of the top twenty, I think I'm 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 criticizing something that we think might happen but hasn't fully happened yet. Braden, honestly, I don't know. I hate to say it, but Denver could just be a little better as a room. Same with Cleveland at their peak. Healthy Stafford is probably at least a top fourteen quarterback, right? And and that's not that's not the entirety of what we're doing here, but because of that. The backups aren't very good. We can, we're concerned about the health. Like, I moved them four spots down to where, where Stafford would probably be on his own. And he would probably be higher than 14. He'd probably be 11 to 13. He'd probably be in that range. Healthy Stafford. So, I, yeah, I think it's priced in enough. I think it's priced in enough. Um, is Seattle too low at 20? That was the other one. I will say the, the, the ones that concerned me were where I put the Rams and what I did with Seattle. They're 20 with Geno Smith and Drew Locke. Do we, do we think that that's... Should Seattle be higher on this list? Drew Locke, Braden, is, is, is Seattle's backup. Should they be above Cleveland? Should they be above the Rams? And then the Rams move down one spot to 19. We, Cleveland goes to 20. We put Seattle at 18. And, but ba- Bailey's making the argument that I made when I put him at 20. Like Geno had a bad second half and drew lock while a decent starting quarterback and like can get you out of a pinch isn't overall very good. But like 20 feels disrespectful to Geno because of the the great start to the year that he had. But yeah, I feel, I feel, I feel pretty comfortable about this. I feel pretty good. So, all right, we, 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 if we're going to lock in, I'm going to read it one more time. And then if there's any other objections, we'll hear them. And then we'll, we'll wrap up this show. Kansas City 1, Buffalo 2, Cincinnati 3, Philadelphia 4, the Chargers 5, the Ravens 6, the Jets 7, the Dolphins 8, the Saints 9, the Jags 10, the Cowboys 11, the 49ers 12, the Giants 13, Lions 14, Vikings 15, Cardinals 16, Bears 17, Rams 18, Browns 19, Seahawks 20, Steelers 21, Broncos 22, Patriots 23, Packers 24, Falcons 25, Raiders 26, Panthers 27, Colts 28, Titans 29, Texans 30, Commanders 31, and the Bucks 32 for our 2023 NFL QB room rankings. Is there any other last minute objections that anybody wants to have? There is one team that I think we could have a debate about if we wanted to. There, there is one team that I, when reading the list, said we did not have the, the conversation about this team and we could if we wanted to, but I will open it up. And Sam got there. If anything, maybe bumped down Arizona. That's the team that I had soft circle that we maybe should do something with, because again, I asked the same I asked the same question about the Cardinals that I asked about the Rams. At sixteen, have we have we already priced in that Kyler's not going to play a lot in twenty twenty three? Like, would we, like, Chicago, like, I, I just, I, I have a really tough time saying that I would take the Chicago Bears quarterback room over the Arizona Cardinals quarterback room if Kyler's going to play at some point this season. But, may, but maybe, but maybe since we're looking at this for through 2023 and he's not going to play a ton that we do have to move them down, we need to move them down. We have to move them down. We have to move them down. I'm going to move them one spot for the moment. The Bears are going to move up to 16 and the Cardinals are going to go 17. And then we're going to debate this. Would I rather have, how many games of Kyler am I really going to get? Because that's part of this. Because then I'm going to get a lot of Colt McCoy and a lot of Clayton Toon. And I don't really love that. They've got to be lower. The Cardinals have to be a lot lower now. I think they have to be lower than the Rams. I think they have to be lower than the Browns. I think they have to be lower than the Seahawks. I think we have to put the Cardinals 20 because we're not going to get a ton of Kyler. I know that's a, a, a egregious overreaction in real time that I think I just did, but I think the Cardinals have to be 20 because am I going to get more than eight or nine games out of Kyler Murray? I don't think the expectation right now is the answer to that question is yes. And so that means, and that means I'm going to get more than half the season of, of Colt McCoy and Clayton Toon. I mean, we've, we have they, they've got to be way lower than this because it's really going to be Colt McCoy and Clayton Toon. so I think I think their their ceiling is 20, and I think their floor is like 26 27 I just don't know what to do because we're assuming limited health for Kyler. would would all right let's i'll ask the I'll ask the, the, the chat the question this way would we rather the Cardinals quarterback room with eight games of Kyler Murray and a, and nine games of Colt McCoy slash Clayton tune? Or would we rather the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback room with Kenny Pickett being the majority starter? Bailey, if Kyler plays every game, where do they go? I think they're in I think they're in I think they're in front of the Lions. Cause I think Kyler's better than Goff, and I think I would I would take McCoy and Toon over Sudfield and Hooker. So I think they're top their top fourteen. I think I would take them over I think I would take them over the Giants. So they're threatening top 12. So if Kyler is healthy and played every game, I think they would be top 12. I think with Kyler playing eight games, we have them down to 20. Does everybody feel good about that? I don't, to be honest with you. Because I feel like entering 2023, how do I not say that I would rather have Kenny Pickett for 17 games than I would... And if he plays none, they are arguably last. That's fair, Bailey. That's fair. Because if Kyler didn't play a single game, then Colt McCoy and Clayton Toon... Colt McCoy and Clayton Toon would, would really threaten Sam Howell, Jacoby Brissett, Baker Mayfield, and Kyle Trask for the bottom. It would, it would probably be the bottom. Colt McCoy and Clayton Toon would be worse than Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask. So yeah. So yeah, so 20, 20 feels right. 20 feels like a good, a good happy medium where we've priced this in. Sam says, Kyler greater than Kenny, greater than Mitch, greater than McCoy, greater than Rudolph, greater than Toon. Yeah, and you're just putting emphasis on Kyler. I feel okay with 20 now that I looked at it through Bailey's lens of if, if Kyler was fully healthy, they would be probably threatening top 12. And if Kyler didn't play a single game this year, they would be last. And so splitting the difference and having them be 20 feels about right. All right, that is it. We have put together the list of the NFL QB room rankings for 2023 ahead of the 2023 season. We're going to continue to sprinkle these in. Um, We're not going to do it every day uh, until we're done. We're going to mix them in with other shows. Um, So the next one will be on Wednesday. We'll do running back rooms um, then on Wednesday. So that should be a lot of fun. I'll spend tomorrow doing some research on that and getting everything ready to go. Um, Appreciate everybody being here. Appreciate everybody listening to this show, rating, reviewing, subscribing to the podcast. And if you've done all three of those things, the next best thing you could do, which would be super helpful, share the show with a friend, share the show with a coworker, share the show with somebody you think would enjoy the football talk, the football banter, um, and would enjoy this uh, in the off season as we get ready for the 2023 season. And we're going to start to dive into the draft-related stuff. We're going to start diving into the college football-related stuff. We've got a lot of fun things planned here on the show. So if you already rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, the next best thing you can do, share the show with a friend. We've We greatly appreciate it as we continue to grow the show, continue to grow the community. You can join us on YouTube Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. The pre-show, the recording of the show, the post-show. You can also catch it on demand if you want to see the video version of the show later on in the day. But I appreciate everybody making this show a part of their day. Hope everybody has a great rest of their Monday. I will talk to you all tomorrow.